0: Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. We are in the middle of the fastest moving technology shift in our lifetime. And for the majority of us listening, we live through the birth of the internet. So that's definitely saying something. Here's the good news. It's good news. Truly, I have so much to fill you in on. Join me for my upcoming workshop, The Market Shift. It's so crucial to online businesses that I'm offering it completely for free. No strings attached, just pure actionable insights that will help you navigate the coming changes. But that's not all. If you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get exclusive access to my brand new mini course, The Two Click Funnel. Absolutely free. Inside I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I'm running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Join me and prepare your business for the future. Go to bossproject.com/shift to register now. If you're hearing this, there's still time. Don't miss out bossproject.com/shift. So, we've been saying
1: something pretty scandalous over the past couple of weeks inside of our communities and when we're chatting with our students and it's got some of you thinking
0: and we're going to drop the knowledge bomb here as well. Mm-hmm. Y'all have convinced yourselves, like with a conviction, that your next client and perhaps all your future clients are online. And I don't know if that's true. I actually know that it's not true. (laughs) I am
1: going to go out on a limb and say a blanket statement and say, if you, here's my disclosure, if you are currently not getting consistent clients, or you are still struggling to get your first client with your one-on-one service that offers a creative,
0: tangible solution, your client is not online. So, I guess it, this all needs a major caveat. Like, this isn't to say your next client doesn't use the internet.
1: Or- I think we've confused ourselves about what, what this truly means.
0: Like, it doesn't mean they don't use the internet. It doesn't mean they don't use social media. It's not that they're not on Facebook or Instagram, but the way people are making connections in order to hire people is still. This isn't new guys like this is this is old news. People are still not relying on the internet to make their purchase decisions.
1: Nor will they ever because we as humans need this level of trust, right? And and this is talked about in the online space all the time. I'm not the first person to tell you about no like, and trust. And I'm not the first person to tell you that you need to be the one showing up and having your personality and having a human connection and all of those things, right? Like, where do you think that's coming from, right? It's online marketers telling you to pull out those in-person tactics that they've seen work in the past when you're meeting your client face-to-face, when you are selling to your local community, to your network, etc. They're pulling out the strategies that work for those zones and for those industries and for those people and teaching you how to tweak that and repurpose it online. That in and of itself is not wrong. That innately is like an amazing strategy to look at and to do. However, I feel like where we have let ourselves go and where we have let ourselves get confused is that we... And when I say we, I mean one-on-one service-based business owners who are still trying to get clients have started to learn how to do business from people who have online businesses, right? That makes perfect sense. (laughs) You are learning these strategies from people who have their businesses online, like us, like countless of other people's online educators, right? But the mistake, the the line that should have been drawn a long time ago, both on our part, your part, their part, everyone's part, right? Right is that these things work for online businesses who are seeking to grow online once established online. It is not to serve clients in a quick way. It is not to get money in the door this week. It is a big long-term game, bigger picture type of business that we're talking about. And so we as these one-on-one service-based business owners have convinced ourselves that we're doing everything right. We're posting on Instagram three times a day. We're blogging. We've we've created an opt-in. We're putting out this content. I started a Facebook group and a page.
0: I'm doing everything right. And yet I don't have any clients. Right. Right. I was having this exact conversation with a friend of mine who happens to be on in Australia. So this isn't just true here. This is true all over the world. And Ironically, I think you guys would be surprised because I think while I know 100% for sure this is the most true for people selling a creative service like a photographer, designer, copywriter, this can be true for a lot of different businesses offering services. And she specifically has a Facebook like ads management marketing company. And it was just so funny because she was like, you know, I wish you had told me this before. This would have validated so many feelings I was having. I'm a Facebook marketer and I ran Facebook ads to try to get clients and it wasn't working. And she said, if I really think back to how I got my business off the ground, it was relationships and i was like
1: girl yes yes well and I, what i think is funny and we've had this conversation for sure twice now but i actually know it's happened countless times but i can think of two very specific people we've had this conversation with where we're kind of doing like an audit with their business one of these people is in one of our programs so it was on a coaching session one of these people's actually is a really good friend and it came out in a mastermind session we had about a year ago But the struggle was the same, right? Their businesses were entirely different, but they served a one-on-one. They offered a one-on-one service to one client at a time, right? And they were looking for more clients. They were growing their business. And so they were looking at the things in their business that they should ramp up, right? That they should spend more money on or time on or energy or hire someone to come in. And both of these so smart, so talented human beings were kind of Coming at us in this state of exhaustion and confusion and overwhelm in the sense of like, well, I'm spending all this time on marketing and I've just hired this new marketing director and I'm spending more money on Facebook ads and I've got this funnel and I've got this over here and every other word was marketing, right? Online marketing in some way. It's content, it's Instagram, it's Facebook, it's whatever. And they were really feeling frazzled about how did you guys figure out this funnel? How did you guys figure out how all of these things are connecting? How did you... So they could try to implement the same thing in their business. So we asked them both the same exact question. How did you get, in what way, trace it all the way back, how did you get your last client, your last five clients, the clients that you worked with this year, your favorite clients, right? Whatever category you want to pick, how did you actually get them? So they like went back through and they actually, you know this off the top of your head, right? So both of them said to us, oh, well, those actually came through word of mouth referrals. So why are you trying to spend money on Facebook ad talking to people who've never heard of you if all of your clients have come from like the connection of your current client or network circle that already exists? Why do we try to make business
0: harder than it actually is? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's so frustrating. And I get it. I made the exact same mistakes. You guys, like, we're not immune to this. No. <laughs> when we started our service-based business, well, first of all, we both had our own and then we had one together and we did what all of you are doing. We followed people to the T. We we looked at people who we deemed successful in our minds and like any reasonable human being that has a brain you <laughs> you look at why you believe someone's successful and you try to mimic their behavior like this style of learning is ingrained in us from childhood like you literally learn to talk because you were mimicking your parents you learn to walk cuz you were mimicking the people in your life so that style of learning is ingrained in us from birth so it's not it's not crazy that you would find people you deem successful and then mimic their behavior. The problem that I think we have decided upon is we've decided we have to be the expert. We have to be successful. We have to be a certain level of like presence, like if you're not present, if you're not visible, that you're not successful. And that's not true. Simply, there are people, I would say hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people that have figured out how to be successful and no one knows who they are. And no one knows who they are because they're working, because they're doing their job and they're doing it well and they have a constant stream of work and that's not how they've ever, like they've never worried about developing an online presence they've never worried about blogging because it didn't serve them they didn't write a book in attempt to like end up on an Amazon bestseller list to hope that that meant they got clients what they did was do their job and do it well and make valuable relationship decisions
1: yeah I'm kind of wondering when it started to become the norm to choose every business strategy that you employ in your business to be a long-term strategy long like the long game right so like every i feel like i know so many business owners who are who are playing the long game on every single strategy so they're blogging long game they're writing a book long game they're podcasting long game right they're like doing these things that are not when you look at them individually are not mistakes Podcasting is successful for a lot of people. Blogging, right? Anything else. Writing a book, right? But when we're employing these as our initial business building foundations, before we have income, before we have sustainable income, when we look at it as not as something that's adding value to an existing business, but instead the thing that we hope starts a business, that's where we're making the mistake.
0: Yeah. Well... So, I think a lot of this goes back to fear of rejection and we think if we create this image of success online that that will prevent the nose which will prevent us from being rejected and no one likes to be rejected like that sucks but like other businesses aside let, let's let's pretend you're 5 again maybe 8 okay? And you want to start a business. Does your mom say, let's start a blog or a YouTube channel? Okay, maybe. Maybe today that would happen. But when you were a kid... Right. Lemonade stand, yo. Lemonade stand or selling Girl Scout cookies where your two viable options is a 5 to 8-year-old, okay? Slash probably the only legal ones. But that's besides the point. What did you do to sell your lemonade or sell your Girl Scout cookies. You sold to people on the street where you either had to create relationships that weren't there or your mama introduced you to the people that were already going to buy from you, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the same principle is true today. Like this, you could go out today and replace, I'm going to sell Girl Scout cookies with your service and with the right recommendation. In the same way, it was an easy transaction because you transferred trust. You could get clients, but you've convinced yourself that you have to do it the hard way because the hard way is how everyone else is doing it. And everyone else you want to be like is online.
1: Well, and I hear here's where I feel like is is an inner route to that the answer to my question, right? Why do we why are we going about it the hard way? Why are so many of us playing the long game in every single one of our business strategies instead of like just one, right? I feel like this has come up a lot, right, when we're talking Enneagram stuff. A lot of people who are entrepreneurs who start their own businesses are Enneagram type 3s. Um so I feel like a lot of you listening fall into that category. You are high achievers. You like to win. You're competitive, right? So, what feels better to a three than to have a really long to do list that you get to check, 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 check things off of, right? And you get to say, well, I have this many followers on Instagram, so I'm achieving, I'm winning at something. I blogged five days a week, I I check stuff off, I feel really good. It fuels the need for that Enneagram. Instead of if we're peeling back those layers and really looking at, okay, but did any of that stuff actually lead to clients? (laughs) Did any of that stuff really affect your ROI? Did it bring you any money? Are you paying yourself yet? So I feel like so many of us are are adding things onto our plate that aren't actually affecting our ROI because it feels good to check it off. It feels good to say we have that asset, even if that asset doesn't mean shit
0: to our business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it's so frustrating because even as someone who clearly like, you're like, you're saying this on a podcast telling me not to do all these things. (laughs) We have chosen to do business differently. But what I want for you is to make money as quickly as possible.
1: Like this, let me clear that up. We haven't chosen to do business differently. We're not in one-on-one clients like you guys are. We don't do... We are not in the same business, period. Not we are anymore. not selling the same thing. Not anymore. We know your world. That's where we in. That's where we were. That's where we got successful. That's the foundation that helped build a different business once it was profitable. And then once that business was profitable, we added on assets. This podcast came 2 years after our business started. So like... We're not even in the same arena.
0: Right. Well, and even if... Okay, so say you're not in any gram 3 and you're a little more like me and your goal in life is to please people, right? As shitty as that sounds when you say it out loud. (laughs) You (laughs) really like to help people. I think building online fulfills a lot of that need. And so you you confuse yourself with success. So I'll give you an example. I mean, this is my primary source of income right now. So I don't necessarily need a second business, but I have a second business. And for the last, oh gosh, since the beginning of the year, I've tried a completely different strategy, mostly because I feel like it's a way to experiment. I've tried a completely different strategy. Now, here's the thing. I have attracted more people to my circle using like this online kind of approach, this, you know, viral attraction marketing approach, and they're in my circle and they like want to hear from me, but my sales have dropped dramatically. So even though I have more people giving me validation... Because they say, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. You've helped me do X, Y, Z. I've literally sold less things, which for me in the moment is irrelevant because that wasn't really my goal in the first place. But for a lot of you, you may look at even what I'm doing over there, which could feel more like a service, even though that's not what it is, and say, oh, well, that's working for her. No, damn it. Like that's (laughs) not what I want you to do because... Attraction marketing is
1: a long game. It's a long, game. A long game strategy. So like you're not needing the clients today. So you can use that strategy and wait and wait and wait and wait and wait and set it up properly and then have it explode later because that's not your primary source of income. Right. That's not right. what your primary focus is. So it's fine. Again, that's an addition to something that's already working. Most of the people who like we're yelling at right now are you people who are trying to leave that nine to five with the side hustle and like you're will scratch your eyeballs out if you have to go back to that office one more time. So you're trying to make the flip, right? You're stuck at home for health concerns, for kids, for career lack of opportunities, whatever it may be, and you're needing some sort of identity. And so you're scouring the internets on, on how can this work, right? And I'm telling you that you're looking in all the wrong places. And I tell you that with so much conviction in my heart, because I see so many of you making the quote, right business decisions for the wrong business. And I just want you to be profitable, serving clients who you love, doing the thing that you already know
0: how to do without having to stress about it. I'm interrupting myself to bring you something that could change your business forever. I'm hosting a workshop that's so important, I've made it 100% free for all online businesses. Here's what I can promise you. Inside the market shift, you're going to get the most value-packed 90 minutes you've seen in years. I'm going to share the ecosystem that represents online businesses today you're going to walk away knowing how to create more predictable income and sustainably scale, regardless of where you're starting today. You'll uncover the AI secrets top entrepreneurs use to stay ahead, boost productivity, and secure their future. You'll have the exact equation that's making wealthy people wealthier and be able to steal, copy, paste it before it widens the wealth gap any further. When you attend live and stay until the end, you'll get access to my exclusive brand new mini course, The Two-Click Funnel, absolutely free. Inside, I'm giving you the exact automation funnel I've been running that consistently converts organic traffic into loyal buyers in minutes. Save your seat right now at bossproject.com shift. Then share it with a friend. There isn't much time between now and the workshop. So head right now to bossproject.com shift to claim your spot. Still searching for a great candidate for your company? Don't search, just match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. We've had to weed through hundreds of applications in the past. We could have saved so much time if we'd used Indeed. I think the problem is you've already convinced yourself before you've even gotten like fully started. You're like, okay, so even if it's long game, I still want to do it because I have this idea in my head that I don't want to do clients forever. And like I wanna build passive income. Oh my god, passive income. Um, if I could burn that word to the ground, that'd be I'm great. like I'm literally getting hot just talking about it. <laughs> You guys like it is, it can be the death of your soul. And I say that because I'm not saying passive income, like if it truly does work, isn't a magic, magical, but here's the thing, doing it in a business situation is very, very, very unlikely to actually be passive. And I know you've heard us say that before, but it seriously, it's so true. The only true form of passive income that I've been able to come upon is mutual fund portfolios where I've dumped money in an account. I have someone else managing it and it's growing, you know, maybe 10% on a good year. Okay. that.
1: Long-term game plan, (laughs) but
0: I was able to successfully, essentially, double my take-home pay within a year because I I did a strategy that was short-term and it had nothing to do with online. Will you just try it, like guys, like please? I'm feeling I have to barter with you a little bit, but. Would you be willing to set down all these other things for three months, six months? Well, and I want you to legit ask yourself, like, if if you leave today and you're like,
1: okay, they're telling me I don't need a blog and I don't need to be on Instagram and I don't need to do whatever else you've got going on your plate. Can you literally calculate how much more time in your day and your week that you would have if you ignored those things for a hot minute? And then all of a sudden... You have more time to build relationships and have actual human conversations with people and actually show up. You know, when we ask you inside of our groups, we talk to our students often about figuring out the why behind their why, right? Because the surface why is always self-serving, which is 100% fine. I want it to be self-serving. It's to make this amount of money. It's to do this. It's to leave this job. It's to put my kid to private school, whatever it may be, right? But the why behind the why is the thing that, okay, once you start to make that first why happen, why are you going to keep doing it, right? And typically, that is the hidden secret why about, you know, oh, I want to serve these type of people. So they're enabled to do this over here in their life. And I, you know, whatever, right? I had this hang up in my life when I was younger. So I'm wanting to prevent that from happening for other people or their kids or their moms or their dogs or whatever it might be. And it's this really, really giant act of service, right? We're offering a service because we like to serve people. It's innately what we're doing. And initially, we're doing it for money. And then secondary, we're doing it for this bigger purpose, this like fulfilling need within our community, within these people, within ourselves. And so if that's truly what it's about, how are you actually doing that right now? And are you? And are you doing it enough? And are you doing it consistently? And don't you think is it that if you did more than that, you would make more money, which would serve the first why, would enabling you to do more of the second why, which is the entire whole freaking reason you're in
0: business for sure. Okay, so I feel like we've just effectively yelled at you to stop doing all these things, but like truly, you're welcome. <laughs> truly, what? <sighs> What is it that can like allow you to grow? And before I get into that, I want to invite you. Like, If you're feeling the frustration of trying to do all the things and not getting traction, or you got a client or two, but you're having trouble getting booked out, we want to help.
1: And if you want to be in a space... I was going to give you the link real quick. If you want to be in a space of practically the only the online business out there that's telling you to not focus on being online, like seriously, if you finally want to like stop being told how many times you need to post on Instagram or how many times you need to blog or being on YouTube or doing video or doing live or having an opt-in, like, if you want to finally stop hearing bullshit like that,
0: this is where you need yeah. to be. So if you're a photographer, a designer, or a copywriter, we have an exclusive pop-up group just for you. And you can join right now at bossproject.com slash booked and apply to be inside. So you have to be in one of those three categories as of right now, but go and step one, insert your email address. Step two, you're going to land on the Facebook group. Make sure you answer the questions. If you miss one of those steps, you won't get in. So I want to make sure you get in. But truly, okay, if we're going to break it down, how do you how do you do it then? Like, and I, I think if you've been listening to the podcast or watching some of the content we've been putting out there, you're like, I'm getting some ideas. Like it sounds like you keep saying relationships, you keep saying other people, you keep saying recommendations and referrals. But like, what does that mean? Okay, number one, you have... And I will tell you right now, you do not need to be any better at what you do. You need to get better at knowing the people who know how to connect you. And it's really, truly, simply being a good person. Like You don't have to be crazy talented at your job. You simply just have to be Nice. And like you are nice anyway, but you're not you're ignoring all these possibilities. like how how much like time could you save by meeting up with that friend you haven't seen in three months and actually talking about what you want to do with your life? Like first of all, you're gonna feel so much better, and they're gonna give you the validation you've been searching for from random strangers. Yeah. We're giving you permission to go have coffee in the middle of the day in order to grow your business. Girls, this isn't rocket science. But like, okay, so we talked about... And you, you can go find it on the blog. We have a blog specifically walking you through how to talk to your inner circle and like how to make those first connections. And I'm yelling you about why not blog at first so you can find it there but we'll put it in the show notes
1: because we're different businesses it doesn't apply to (laughs) us that's the i'm gonna keep yelling about that because we're not gonna apologize for providing you content because guess
0: fucking what we don't work one-on-one with clients but you do yeah okay So Not sorry. (laughs) So we're telling you in that blog post how to have a conversation with your inner circle and using our Mean Girls method, which by the way, is pretty (laughs) flipping sweet. But after you do that, you're going to want to take it to the next level. And you're going to want to use the double referral engine that we talked about in episode 316. Those two things concurrently will help you identify where you're going to get your clients first. But like I don't I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves. Like this episode specifically needs to focus on your mindset because it honestly if you can get that straight, a lot of things can change. And I think it goes back to I mean, I started a book recently, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And regardless if you want to be a millionaire or not, you need to be focused on mimicking the right people instead of the wrong people.
1: Sorry, Google, Google Maps is driving down my cul-de-sac right now. And I'm wanting to like wave so I can get on the camera. Okay, sorry. It's been my dream. I want to be on Google Maps like in the street. Okay, sorry. I'm oh, here. I'm here. I'm focused. Oh my
0: gosh. Okay, <laughs> so back on track.
1: Oh man, I just missed them. Google Street View, come back. Okay, it's fine. (laughs) Maybe they'll see me waving from my
0: office (laughs) window. (laughs) Okay, mindset.
1: What about it? The
0: only goal of today is I want you, one, to feel like you have permission to stop doing things that are wasting your time. Two, I want you to breathe and get your head in order. Three, I want you to focus on mimicking the right people instead of the wrong people. So what I was telling you about before Emily so rudely interrupted me is that I was reading Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. And regardless if you want to be a millionaire or not, one of the main principles is that you have to change your mindset to be more like the people you want to be like. And I think a big part of this with you guys specifically is you get one client and you have not even finished getting the money in the door yet. And you're already panicking about where your next one's going to come from. And you are in this constant churn of worry and anxiety. And you're really not that fun to hang around because you're constantly Mm -hmm. grumpy and overwhelmed and exhausted. Like, why do you think people aren't paying you? Like, do you think it has anything to do with your attitude and like your like desperateness? I'm going to guess, yeah, it has a lot to do with that. Like, what if instead you went into your next potential client meeting not at all concerned if they were going to pay you or not? not at all concerned if they were going to book you or not, and knowing if they are the right fit and if they are the right client for you, that you're a no-brainer option. What if you went into that meeting knowing if they don't book with you, there will always be more? Can you even handle it? I mean, I let you sit in that silence for a second and like really absorb it. But for real, like... You have to switch to an abundance mentality and it's hard at every level. It's hard at every level. Okay? Like Emily and I still struggle with this. It's hard. But if you can at least be mindful of like when your mind is going down the path of worry, anxiety, where's the next thing coming from? How am I going to get there? God forbid, if I don't post on Instagram or blog, this is going to ruin my business and everyone's going to hate me and they're all going to email me and tell me where the where is my fucking content? Or are you going to be like, A person that's enjoyable to be around, someone that's like willing to stop working when they're done with their job for the day, and not attempting to learn a million and a half new things that aren't actually helping you give get anywhere or grow at all. (laughs) Emily, just you should see her face; it's so funny. So, we're
1: bringing it back to simplicity, right? Like, how great would that be just to run a simple business again <sighs> instead of one that had 17 arms it's off like of it? It's like you're that the evil octopus the and the little
0: mermaid. What's her name? Mm-hmm. I almost said Cuella DeVille, oh. but that is definitely 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> is it
1: Elvira? El- oh my God, all my Disney people are going to be so They're going to be right yelling. Now.
0: But you know, all those little tentacles? Like, imagine. If you just had two legs and could walk on the sand. Okay, no. For real though. (laughs) We want you to live in a simpler time again. All the like electronics and stuff. Ursula. Ursula, That's it. Sorry, guys. All the electronics and like online business strategies and the this and the that and whatever. They're just adding to the distraction. And if you can simplify... Not only will you feel better, but your clients will feel better. They'll have a better experience because they have more of you. They have more of your attention. They feel more connected because you're spending more time on the relationship.
1: Yeah. So truly the the one challenge from this podcast episode that we want you guys to take away the action step is, is to get your head right, is to just get on board with wanting to do business easier, simpler, see results faster without having to learn some crazy techno funnelized software
0: system tool that's monster. expensive no one, and like no complicated. And it's going to break no. next week when those things stop talking yeah. to each other anyway. The strategies that we
1: employed to literally start. Our service-based businesses to get booked out within months to work with dreamy clients to up-level our experience to get paid faster. Use none of that. Like everything
0: was free. Yeah. Emily used to think I was so funny because I think Emily was like way more. She was way more like you guys and that she just was like, let's try this. And oh my gosh, I just heard Mm -hmm. this thing on a Mm -hmm. webinar and we should totally buy this one thing because I think it'll make all the difference. And I was like, why? 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 Girl, we have a meeting
1: tomorrow where we're going to get a $10,000 client. What do we need that for? I was
0: poking holes in her plans the whole time. And I think I drove her fucking nuts. Except we saved so much money Mm -hmm. and our margins Mm -hmm. were fucking through the roof. And I'm cussing Mm -hmm. because Uh it's important. Thick (laughs) margins.
1: This was explicit
0: for a reason. Thick margins were the best. Like, okay, imagine. I'm going to give you an example. Because you guys need it. Imagine you have a $100,000 business built locally with little overhead. You maybe have a website and you maybe pay for like a client management tool. That's it. Okay. Or you attempt to grow this online thing and you start selling these things, you convince yourself is passive and like to make.
1: How much money does it cost you to have a passive income
0: stream of $12 a month? For real though, like, okay, look at it this way. Would you rather have 10 clients a year that pay you $10,000 a piece and you get to keep 95% of that, i.e. you make $95,000 a year and you, you know keep 80% and invest the rest? Or do you want to try and not get very far to sell this like $100 thing online to thousands of people? Girl, they're
1: not even starting at $100. They're trying to sell a $12 ebook, thinking it could be a passive income stream to let them quit clients when they've only worked with two people and they had to scratch their eyeballs
0: out to find them too. For real? I just want you. Not only does the business that Emily is talking about cost more money to run, but you're going to make less anyway. Like, it's just, it's even though it sounds great to sell in quantity, to sell in bulk to more people, it's a lot harder. And the bigger it's
1: an entirely different business. And y'all are starting a different business when you don't even have the first one figured out.
0: For sure. And like, It's more expensive. Like your margins, you could literally, I'm not even joking you, your margins could go from 80, 90, 95% to like 10, maybe 20%. And you would have to make five times or more money on the front end to even take home the same amount and if it were me and i could start all over again i would highly consider just working with less people and not caring what i was like online but i'm too (laughs) i'm too far into the game people (laughs) this is our business now No, we
1: deliberately left clients to start this. This wasn't something we were just like, let's try to have two at the same time. We had to cut one off to start it because it was an entirely other business. But again, that is not where you are at. If you're looking to leave clients to scale, this conversation wasn't for you. I don't want you even entertaining that until you have made six figures or more consistently from your one-on-one service based business. So when you're there, you can call me. But until then... Get your ass over into the pop-up group that we started because we're sharing all of the blog series that we're writing specifically to help teach you guys how to do a lot of the methods that we talked about today, plus many more, all about selling, referral systems, experiences. Like, There's so much good stuff coming for you guys. So go right now to bossproject.com slash booked if you are a photographer, designer, or copywriter and apply.